This episode is brought to you by Challengers Comics and Conversation. Go to challengerscomics.com and start the conversation now. Daniel's Law LLC in Georgia. Visit dlawllc.com. Kerberos Productions. The minds behind the games enter the pit and kaiju a go-go. Search for Kerberos, K-E-R-B-E-R-O-S, on Steam, or go to kerberos-productions.com to check out their growing catalog of titles. This is it! This is definitely it! Still playing with toys and the Ghostbusters Interdimensional Crossrip present... You know, it's just occurred to me we really haven't had a completely successful test of this equipment. The Cyclotron, a roundtable discussion panel. I blame myself. So do I. No sense worrying about it now. Why worry? Each of us is wearing an unlicensed nuclear accelerator on his back. Yep. Let's get ready. Switch me on. In the Cyclotron today, we are talking about the first Ghostbusters trailer in almost 30 years, so you better believe we have a pretty good panel lined up for you for the roundtable. We've got the amazing, we've got the fantastic, we've got the dynamic, Dapper Dan Shoning. You might remember them from the Yes Have Some podcast. We've got Craig Goldberg and Abigail Gardner for you. From the Ghostbusters of British Columbia, we've got Evelyn 13. I'm Troy Benjamin. I'm with Chris Stewart, as always. And get ready. Here we go, everybody. Switch us on, because we're going into the cyclotron. Everyone's wondering the same thing. Murray, Ackroyd, and Raymond. Was that a law This is a huge cyclotron. I mean, uh, you know, we did it with three people before, but we have a lot of people here in the studio with us today to talk about this trailer, and fittingly so, fittingly so, Chris. We have we have a good Too panel many. of people. Too many people. But uh, let's let's quickly run around the room here. Just tell everybody who you are. Let's start with Craig and Abigail, so they can hear your voices. Say hello, guys. What's up, guys? Hey, everybody. And then on the other end in Vancouver, British Columbia, we have Chris, of course. And then we're also Hi. joined by me. <laughs> Who's me? Say who you are. Evelyn Thirteen. Evelyn 13 is on the line. From the Ghostbusters of British Columbia. From the Ghostbusters of British Columbia. And then we've got a very special guest as well. Uh, you know him, you love him. Everybody, we have Dapper Dan showing on the line. Dan. <laughs> you know, it, it sounds so awesome when I'm on with you hearing that. Because I hear it every <laughs> time I listen to the podcast, which I'm very humbled that you bring me up well, so often. Um, we, but uh, it's a pleasure to be here. Yeah, well, we're glad to have you, sir. So, all right, everybody, we have to let's just get into this trailer. We have to talk about it. I know, uh, Craig, get into you the and what? I get in, get into the trailer. Let's, what are we let's, let's about? start talking about it. Let's Did something do this. happen today? Somebody fill me in. Uh, well, come on out back, Chris. We have something to tell you. Uh, so I'm adopted. <laughs> he's adopted. Uh, so let's let's first let's go around the room. Let's talk about everybody's overall impressions. Um, keep keep it to like one sentence or less. Uh, let's start with Abigail. Abigail, your first impressions of this trailer when you saw it. I'm completely overjoyed. I've been watching it on a loop in my living room for 24 hours, and I don't <laughs> want to get off the emotional roller coaster. So it's the best ride of my life. I'm so pumped. This is more than I ever wanted. So, uh, I, uh, am equally as pumped, uh, because of work today. I only got to watch it once, uh, before six o'clock and, uh, yeah, I'm, I was completely blown away. I, I loved it. I think, uh, it, it's new, but it has elements of the old in it. And, um, I love how it's based on real science. Uh, 
And I loved uh, Kate McKinnon's hat with the wig. <laughs> I think that's that part got the biggest laugh from me. So I think it's that smile that she has. It's just, uh, it's infectious. So, but I'm, I'm really excited about the movie. I thought it was great. I actually woke up at 6 a.m. this morning so that I could see it. Uh, I didn't play the online drinking game, but uh, <laughs> I did watch it and I thought it was awesome. That could have been a very long day if you started at 6 a.m. playing the drinking game all day. I know. My I would have been hung over by noon. People. Yeah, exactly. For those who don't know, there was a great drinking game that was going around, uh, you know, uh, for, for all of the comment sections and when you saw certain things, you were supposed to take a drink. Very funny stuff. But Chupito! <laughs> Chupito. <laughs> so, all right, let me throw this out to the group. Um, the biggest reaction, what was the biggest thing that you reacted to? If it was a laugh, if, if it was a giggle, if it was a scare, if it was a jump. I mean, I, we all sort of saw this at different times, different points, which we can get into and talk about in a little bit. But I, I want to know what, what the thing that, that hit you the most about this trailer was. Uh, for me, um, every time I watch it, the the thing that hits me the hardest is the uh, the two handheld uh, proton pistols coming out of the bottom of Kate McKinnon's pack. Uh, Spring loaded action. She grabs them. She licks one of them. Uh, that 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 kills me. I was torn between the lick and the wink, both of which <laughs> were my favorite moments. Yeah, that's uh, Kate McKinnon is the the standout here, right? You're you're kind of getting the sense that she's stealing the show. Is that what I'm getting from you guys? Yes, and I'm completely fine with it. Yeah, I mean, even you know when all the pictures started coming out, people started gravitating towards her, and uh, I, I have a feeling that she will be completely the breakout star in this movie. Um, the thing I picked up a lot from the trailer is that it's not uh, really so much about giving away what the story is. It's more like introducing you to the characters. Um, you, you hear that throughout, uh, or at least Melissa McCarthy, she kind of introduces each one and tells you what their skill set is. Um, I thought that was really cool. Uh, and they're they're so definitive. Uh, it reminds me a lot of the original Ghostbusters, where that's really what made those characters so unique is that they're so delineated. Um, and they'll play off each other really well. Um, and I, I'm a big fan of uh, Paul Feig's work, and I think he's just going to do a, a really fantastic job with the comedy elements and the and the scary stuff too. I was I loved all the slime. I yeah, was really big on yeah. that. So the puking part was and great. We'll, we'll definitely come back to the chemistry because you you definitely feel that immediately in the trailer. But uh, uh, Chris, how about you? What what was your your one moment? Uh, my moment is probably the the night shot of the ecto driving through like weaving through cars yeah it's short yeah. it's sweet but i i don't know it's sold the ecto for me yeah exactly it's all all about the ecto screaming around the corner so let's um let's break it no, down troy. no troy troy what was your favorite part <laughs> what's your favorite part troy all of them all of it the whole thing this is me pushing you all again. the parts <laughs> all tell, the parts tell the people how i pushed you yesterday Go ahead. He, he, yeah. So, all right, was all right. it down the stairs? He pushed me down the stairs. I fell down the stairs. Everybody, that's what happened. Don't worry about it. It's it's fine. Uh, no, yeah. We uh, f for people that don't know, um, they had an event at the Sony lot, and uh, we got to see the trailer a day early. So we've had a little bit of time to prep on this, and um, but it was a big, big event, big to do, very cool. Um, but uh, you know, Paul Feig is a busy guy. He had to run off to a a junket afterwards and he was really gracious in signing a bunch of autographs and i i didn't get a chance to meet him shake his hand all that jazz and uh chris pushed me he, he like nudged me in the back and pushed me toward him and was like you 
got all just shy. Grab him. You got all shy, and you got all. No, it's okay. He's got to go. go, go, go now. Go push. Go, go now. I almost pushed you into Paul Feig. Yeah, I almost, I almost nice. tackled Paul Feig. We almost destroyed poor Paul Feig. I would tackle him for those sharp suits that he wears. The suits, right. man. Yeah, exactly. But you, you got a nice a bunch of pictures of you, you meeting the man. That's important. Yeah, good photos. It was good important photos. that you got proof that you got to meet him. This is very true. I wanted true. you to have that. <laughs> it's Even very if true. it meant physical harm to you. Yeah. And Paul well, Feig. Physical harm. I, I harm myself. It's all right. But, uh, <laughs> But yeah, so I, I, to me, I think the the biggest moment is there's that wide shot uh, of the four of them walking through Times Square, and you get the sense of the scope and the design. And uh, to me, that's that's when it just really kicked in, and I, I seriously felt it. That was oh, that, yeah. that was the moment where I was like, oh, oh my god, that's what this movie is, and I love it. Way grander than what we've seen so far. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, you definitely get a, a big sense of scope. So. Um, but but let's talk about the scope. Let's talk about the tone, um, the design. Let's kind of keep things in broad strokes t- uh, terms. Because Dan, having you on the line, I feel like we have to talk about the design of everything and and the style. Um, mm-hmm. What what was in there that that stuck out to you? Uh, what what did you immediately start sketching, knowing you? <laughs> um, I would, I'm I wish I could seriously. I'm with the comic book. It's uh, really got me going. But. Uh, I think the two things that really stand out as far as design for me uh, was Slimer was one. Um, I thought he looked awesome, uh, and I had to like freeze frame it so I could actually see what he he was moving pretty quick. Um, and the other thing was I think it's a trap or something. It looks like a bear trap, and it's in that uh, scene when they're kind of discussing uh, Kate McKinnon's character and how good she is with equipment, and it kind of slams shut. It looks like a bear trap to me. That yeah, that looks really yeah. cool. Um, I think they did. A really awesome job with all the equipment and uh, on that extra website they have attached to the movie um, they explain the science like I had mentioned earlier how I thought that was cool that they brought in real science for this um, yeah just the uh, idea of using protons and the cyclotron and all that stuff I can't remember but it sounds awesome <laughs> all the science so, stuff I can see it in my head cause Synchro. Artist, but... synchrotron yeah that's yeah, it synchrotron. synchrotron yeah that's it yeah and I, I love science stuff, so this is right up my alley. I like how they approach that cause, because um reminds me of drawing because I believe that with drawing, you have to know how to draw something realistically before you can distort it. So they're kind of taking that approach with knowing how the science works and then distorting it for how they want to tell the story, which I think is fantastic. Yeah, and, and when you were framing through it, uh, you know, maybe it's just me, but did you get a sense that, like, when they did the Yoda CG in, um, in the prequels of Star Wars, like, do you get a, a puppet feeling from it? Like, they're trying to sort of evoke the original Slimer, that he's, he's got that sort of foam rubbery feel to him? Um, I, don't, I don't know if it has that kind of tangibility. It's, it's really, for me, it's tricky to separate the two um, from a puppet and the CG. I think he looks great. Um, he doesn't remind me of the original Slimer in the way that he moves or feels, but um, I do think uh, he kind of reminds me a bit more of the video game one that came out in oh, yeah. 2009. So just the feel of it. But I, obviously his the model and everything and the textures look way upgraded for a feature film. So, but uh, yeah, no, I, I'm really excited to see what he does because I've kind of gotten little bits and pieces off the internet and uh it sounds like he has a larger role than just that one little scene just that yeah 24 frames that he shows up there yeah uh craig abigail you guys 
in terms of the the tone and the design, that that sort of thing. I mean, what what felt like Ghostbusters to you guys? That first ghost, hands down, in that library museum type setup. Like you see the books everywhere. You see that Victorian dress and the way that she's sort of peaceful, as Kristen Wiig says in that first moment. And you're kind of not sure what she's going to do, and then she just projectiles everywhere. It <laughs> that that was like that first. I was like, oh my god, this is Ghostbusters. Like, there's no question. This is. It chills and exactly, it was amazing. And and I actually I saw you jump too. That that jump scare because yeah, we saw it in the theater together. You jumped. Some fist bumping, some air pumping. It was there was a lot going on, <laughs> a lot of noises and excitement. Yeah, I think um, that that first scene uh, where you see the three of them there. I mean, it gave me chills because it, it was so indicative of you know the library scene in in the first Ghostbusters with with Dan and Harold and Bill, but it also felt new. Um, I think that's the thing that's kind of hit me the most is, I mean, we, we saw production photos for a year and you can see that all you want and you can, you can make a judgment call, but to see it on the screen and realize, Oh, this is what Ghostbusters in 2016 is. It's not 1984. It's not 1989. It's 2016. And this is how it's going to exist now. And, uh, it, it's, it's, it's comforting and it's new and it's very surreal. Um, but I mean, as everybody's saying that the scope, the movie in the two minutes that we've seen, it feels very big. It just feels like it's going to be a big movie. When I, I've watched the civil war trailer 20 times. And to me, the ghostbusters trailer feels bigger than what they've shown us in civil war. Oh, really? Um, Why? And how so? How so do you feel that way? Um, well, they shot civil war down the street, so I saw him. So maybe that's got me biased, but, um, (laughs) I, I just I just feel when when you see, you know, obviously Ghostbusters is a sci-fi comedy, but the the science fiction elements of what we've seen and putting it right in the middle of New York like that, it, it and it's not like how the Avengers does it, where this this feels like it, it's almost hard to describe. But when when you see them in Times Square and it's just so bright and there's lights everywhere and there's ghosts everywhere, I mean we've we've thought about it. For 25 years, you know, what what does a modern take on Ghostbusters look like? I mean, then you we, get that sick stilt walker payoff, and it's like, <laughs> oh, my God, that's what it is, and that's what I wanted it to be. Right. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, and, and just the sheer amount of, of ghosts that we're seeing, right? I mean, in the, in the previous movies, for the most part, it's, it was the guys versus one ghost, two ghosts at a time. And right off the bat, they walk into Times Square – and they've got all this upgraded equipment, and there's hundreds of ghosts. And uh, the one thing that I love is the scene where you see Melissa McCarthy with the contraption on her hand, and she punches the ghosts. There's like <laughs> spectator ghosts, the green ones that are like behind, like, like watching. respectfully watching the fight take place, <laughs> like not engaging until it's over. Is- uh, so, so yeah, it's just, it's just, it's been completely overwhelming to see. Well, let's let me let me open up a question to the group because uh, I, I want to keep us moving. But the 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 camaraderie, the 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 chemistry that you get from the cast that that comes through. But you know the the four very clear defined roles that the um, that the original Ghostbusters had. You know, you had the heart, you had the brains, you had the muscle, you had the mouth. Um, how do you guys all see these roles sort of? Um, trickling into the four new characters. I mean, we get a, a good sense of who the heart and who the brains and who the hands uh, of this operation might be. What, how, how would you guys define, let's, let's start with maybe, um, Yates. Like what, where do you see her role fitting into that? <laughs> Part right. Yeah. I see heart hundred percent. Um, 
mostly Ray, I think. Yeah, she def- she has that sense of she's the she's got the the ambition, she's got the I think I think I put her at 80% Ray, 20% Venkman because if anybody's going to be conning their way through anything, I guarantee you it's going to be a bit of her and a bit of Patty. Well, and do you feel that they're uh, Aaron, who's Kristen Wiig's character, do you feel that they're setting her up as a Venkman character? Because I saw a couple of movie blogs that also mentioned something like that. Do you get that sense as well? I think she's more Egon without the engineering. Yeah, it's kind of like they split Egon into two. Yeah, characters. and then they, they gave Holtzman Egon and something new, actually. She's actually brings something new to the, the party, I think. But she's largely supposed to be the mad scientist engineer Egon. She might have a little bit of Kylie in her, actually. Oh. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's... Just throwing that out there. What but is yeah, a comic, a comic guy? Yeah, jeez, <laughs> go figure, just go by the comic. <clears throat> and then um, Patty, Patty is... How would I put her? 70, 70 Winston, 10 Ray, because she's got a, a, a what little we've seen, kind of a touch of belief from what she's seen, and then 20% Venkman. yeah. Yeah, that's just off the cuff, though. And I only brought it up because nobody was talking. <laughs> just from this trailer, though, I, I get the sense that Patty has the most enthusiasm and childlike nature, like Ray. Um, yeah, just because like she's just so excited, she's like, "Yeah, I know how to. I know the city better than you guys do." So, you know, that's she, true. She's. Uh, I think she's going to have a larger role than you know what what people are getting from the trailer. I hold the right to change my percentages later on. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's totally fair. That totally makes sense. Yeah. Um, and, and you also get the sense that she's going to be the point of view for the audience, right? She's sort of the everyman that comes in and, and will be able to ask all the questions that we want to ask. Like, what is that? How does that work? Which you obviously mm-hmm. need. And Explaining it for the audience. Yeah. 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 Sure. I think actually all th- the three scientists may do a lot of that. Like, there seems to be a lot more of they will take their time to hold our hand and walk us through stuff than we got in the first movie. Mm. Like the bit with the bear trap trap, and all that sort of thing. I get the sense that we might actually have a little bit of them talking about their own gear or what their theories are on the stuff, which is um, just a different, more logical approach. I don't know. I don't know if Patty's going to be quite the everyman that Winston was. Right. I was talking about this to people today. Like people were trying to line them up as analogs, and I'm like, "Well, you can't. Patty's not Winston. Winston was a cipher. He just came out of nowhere. We didn't know his background, and he joined the team to act as every man. Patty actually has a paranormal experience before she joins up with the team. Yeah. So yeah. they do make a really good point of saying that, <coughs> that she has this experience, and then she says, "I want in. You know, I want to be a part of this team." She comes to them. It looks like. Which is a very different approach than Winston, who was just looking for a job and fell into it. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then and even uh, oh, I was, oh go sorry, ahead. go ahead, Dan. Yeah, oh, go I was ahead. just going to say, even though they don't perfectly fit into the uh, original Ghostbusters characters, they still have, like I mentioned earlier, kind of. I get the sense they have a definitive character and personality type. Yeah. That that will really work well by playing off each other. 
Yeah. So. Yeah. And and you don't want them to be very distinctive. Like you d- you don't want to draw those comparisons by like, oh, well, that's supposed to be Venkman and that's supposed to be Egon. And because then people would say, well, why aren't they just Venkman? Why aren't they just Egon? You know, <laughs> yeah, it exactly. makes total sense. <laughs> Make them new. So. <laughs> Another one of these damned if they do, damned if they yeah, don't things. Yeah. Troy, I was actually thinking about that today. I mean, Paul Feig, um, as much flack as they get about it being a reboot, uh, the they were very strategic to say these are new characters. This is a new story, um, and I I think that's that's why we're having this conversation. You're you're going to see bits and pieces of all four of the originals in all four of the new uh, Ghostbusters, uh, plus plus other stuff because uh, it's uh, uh, yeah. they're, they're different people. Yeah, they're different people. It's a very so far what we've seen so far a very skillful balance between. Um, too close to the original that it's just copying it and too far away that maybe they should have just made a different movie and not called it Ghostbusters. This sits so nicely right on the fence. It's still Ghostbusters, but what we've seen so far, we're not going to get a rehash of the first one. There's a shape, a familiar shape and iconography and mythology that resonates through it, but it's not just retelling the first movie all over again. To be honest, the second Ghostbusters retells the first one more than <laughs> yes. it feels like this third one does. But it also sets up the old movies. I mean, the the great thing that the trailer does is it has that moment at the top saying that four scientists uh, save the world, which, yes, four scientists for anybody listening. Do we even need to open that can of worms? Uh, the, <laughs> Do we want to? <laughs> uh, yeah. They, they were four scientists. Come on, everybody. Jeez. Uh, yeah. But... Um, yeah, I mean, I, that moment at the beginning is almost sort of like, here's what happened in the past, and now let's look into the, the future. Here's here's where we're headed with this, which I, I thought was really nice. Um, and you get to see the firehouse. We haven't talked about that at all. That's the first image that you see, right? The exterior mm-hmm. shot, yeah. Yeah. And then possibly interior shots later? We don't know. Yes. It looks yeah. very much like it. It has. To, I mean, and I know I know that firehouse very well because I studied a lot to draw it. <laughs> you know so. every tile of that firehouse, right? Dan? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Some things are different, but it's fairly similar. Very, very close. The pillars are a bit different. Those but green pillars. It's there's it's that shot you're talking about that shot of of Holtzman with her back she's kind of in her mad scientist lab yeah, but yeah the, lab, the, yeah the camera kind of moves in and you see the stairs off to the left and you yeah. see the. Um, you know where, where Venkman's office was, yeah, that exactly, same sort of yeah, area. Yeah. yeah, it's. I think it's actually like Rubik's cube twisted, because if the fire hall is supposed to be the front doors, and you walk in, Venkman's at the far end, and the stairs are on your left. And in this one, the interior's been twisted so that we're looking at the front, the red front doors. Like if you're pointing at the red front doors, Venkman's space should have been behind you. But the stairs are still on your left rather than the right where they're supposed to be. Yeah, that is true. There are, yeah, you oh. can see doors in that that shot too. Well, so, I think that's doesn't I la- doesn't the la- I think ladder twenty three has doors on doors both at ends. The back, yeah. yeah, actually, yeah. does it? Just, yeah, I think it did. The one in oh. LA does. You just see, don't see it because that. they've put they that covered. wall behind where they covered Venkman's it for Venkman space. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So. Well, Right. I've only been Did looking you? at this movie for 30 years. What the hell do I know? <laughs> I did not know that. I genuinely didn't know that. So that's that's cool. Well, what was funny to me is when you know we talked earlier about what hit us the most. Uh, for those of us who did see the trailer yesterday uh, at the event, um, 
not one person i think we were all in a haze because not one person mentioned the interior of the firehouse was shown and then today that was kind of the first thing that you start and i was like oh wow i completely missed that on the hundred foot screen <laughs> twice right. with its giant size in front of you yeah well, i mean i i was lucky and i got to have a a beer with uh uh colton cook um from the um uh utah the, the salt lake uh ghostbusters and he was talking about yeah our, you know guys were bringing up stuff and that's what he sounds like by the way yeah um Ah, uh-huh. he, people were bringing stuff up <laughs> in the trailer, and he's like, "I completely missed that." And I'm sitting there going, "How did you miss that?" And then I realized I probably missed stuff too, like the interior of the fire hall and all that. We, we I missed the ghost punch entirely. We, yeah, exactly. It, that was the thing he missed. Actually, uh-huh. we saw it. We we got to see it twice back to back, and I don't think we all were able to process everything, even in two go rounds. Well, there, yeah, there was a certain level of, uh, I think, Craig, you called it s- surreal uh, feeling to it that, oh, my God, I'm sitting here watching a trailer for another Ghostbusters movie. This this doesn't, it does not compute. <laughs> I don't understand what's happening here. Uh, so maybe that was part of it is everything kind of glossed over because you're you're trying to catch up. Your brain's trying to just take it all in. But, um, but oh, and also uh, Paul Feig and Ivan Reitman were sitting behind us. <laughs> that makes it a little bit more stressful. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Watching your every move. Make sure you watch it the whole time. Don't start talking to your neighbor. (laughs) What were some of the things that you guys noticed, uh, you know, like the fire hall, um, that you didn't notice when it was on the big screen? Because I know, you know, now it's it's weird. It doesn't feel like it was just yesterday. It feels like it's been several days ago already because of everything that's happened. But start start with Evelyn because she has gone through it several times today. Yeah, what are the tiny details in there that that you've picked out? Um, I don't know about tiny details, but one of the things that first gave me chills when I saw it was actually the music. Because in the beginning, it starts off with this slow piano of the Ghostbusters song. And that really was like, holy crap, this is happening. And then what did you think of the um, the synth? I didn't mind it, but I know some people were like, ew. Really? <laughs> I liked it. I liked it too. Point them out so we can laugh at them. Uh, <laughs> yeah, the dubstep version of it or whatever. Uh, I don't know that it's uh, fair to call it dubstep. Yeah. It's just it's a sound. It's a synth sound, but it's not. <laughs> I don't know. It's not I'm that. Not, yeah, I'm not willing to commit that it's dubstep <laughs> yet. And actually, to be honest, even if it was, I I'd listen to it. Hell, I think there were already a couple of dubstep mixes on there on have YouTube, to be. Right? So. I know there are because I've listened to them. <laughs> There's there's mariachi bands. There's all sorts of stuff. I mean, it's there's a good chance that it's been covered in every genre. But uh, there was a cut of the trailer that went up today with the extreme Ghostbusters three uh, theme, which was pretty great as well. <laughs> did, did there really? Somebody's already remixed it. Cool. It's really good. Yeah, it was a good job. They 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 didn't just put the music in there. They actually re-edited the trailer a bit. Uh, and uh, yeah, that, I mean that's a nice positive thing at least i like that in 14 hours or 15 hours uh, people have already done their own remixes of the that's <laughs> crazy that's awesome i thought it was really funny that um chris you were already pointing out easter eggs in the trailer at, like an hour into the day uh yeah i cheated though because i have thousands of people that were sending me them as they found them <laughs> i only spotted the twinkie one on my own and then it just became this cascade um <laughs> Damn it, I should have made note of his name, but amazing super props to uh, spotting the uh, URL on the, the whiteboard, because that was 
super hidden. <laughs> like, like you literally had to think to yourself, I wonder if they hit something on the board, paused it, and go, that is the world's worst equation. And then go, oh, wait, it spells something. Mm-hmm. Um, well, and, and there's other stuff, because like, I thought you were trying to point out there's a thing in the lower left corner that says Hermione's owl. It almost looks like it says there's like a Harry Potter reference in the corner. Did you guys see that? So every time no. somebody posted that picture, they're like, do you see it? I'm like, uh, yeah, the owl from Harry Potter. Is that what we're talking about? <laughs> it's, uh, when she has her back to the, to the board and she does the, you know, the two pistol guns, you see off to the left, it says like proton uh, decay. And then to the left of that, it says Hermione's owl, which is, I don't understand what that means, but sure. Yeah, I'll have to go back and look. Yeah. A number of people though, like I posted the image of the, and I said, "Did you do you see it?" And then I put the URL right there, and the number of people that responded going, "Supernatural undies." I don't know what it's. <laughs> no, it's right there. I gave you the link. <laughs> just go to the link. Just, just click the link. It's there for you. <laughs> Uh, there was also there's a there's a computer readout in there, right? Did you guys did anybody see that? There's a computer readout with people's names on it. V. Clortho and D. Barrett. Yeah. 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 Very cool. Uh, that was a nice shout out. How, how? First of all, how did somebody spot that? Because I, there would be I, unless you're sitting there, kind of scrolling through it and you know uh, zooming in on it. I, I don't think I ever would have seen that. Yeah, people that are way more functional at six a.m. than I am. <laughs> That's for sure. <laughs> I, I'm a bit concerned because they're giving me a run for my money with the Easter eggs. Well, so yeah. Chris. <laughs> I mean, I didn't want to. I was just thinking about that. Twinkies this morning too. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Yeah, Dan, it's it's going to be like when we when we sit and we read one of the comics and, you know, we have the the book up to our nose and we're trying to be like, "What is is that the real Ghostbusters ghost popper on the wall?" That I bet that's what we're going to have our computer screens up to our noses trying to see all the stuff in the background. <laughs> yeah, I got a feeling that they they've done that a lot and paid a lot of uh, service to the fans cuz they know how much they love Ghostbusters, right? And I I think that's fantastic. That's one of the great things I'm looking forward to. For sure freeze framing every scene when yeah. I get it on Blu-ray <laughs> and, and going frame by frame. Well, yeah, pretty so much. the, the uh, one actually, before we wander off the Easter eggs and all that, the one thing that I want to ask is if people notice the logo at the end, because I don't think people online got to see it at, even at 1080p on YouTube and all that people aren't, didn't get to see it at the same quality we got to see in the theater. And there's a couple of things that we never really talked about or saw on the logo before until now. And I was just kind of curious if you guys, if anything about the logo struck you. It looks shiny. <laughs> it looks shiny. It looks shiny. It shiny. It metally and 3D. Metally. But I, 3D. I, I, I'm guessing that there's something more to it, like hidden in the reflection or something. The white part of the ghost, it's painted. Like you can actually see rough raised texture uh, to the paint. Well, it's got strokes. Mm, interesting. Yeah. That's like texture and we've, to it. Like texture, like an acrylic paint or something. And I'm like, we never, we couldn't see that in anything we've seen before. And then I noticed it this morning. I was, I went mm. looking. I was like, nothing we've seen, like nothing that they're showing us online has the resolution to show that. So yeah, I mean that's, that's, that's a good of, point. It was a totally different experience in the theater, uh, you know, watching it yesterday, but then watching it on the computer today, you get a different sense of it and a different. I don't know. It's it's that whole you need to see a movie on the big screen to really you know get a sense of what they were trying to do with it. Um, the de- the detail and everything is just insane. Um, 
But uh, it, did you guys also notice too uh, when that logo uh, comes on? It's like a coin flip, so you see the sides of the logo. I don't have we ever seen the sides of the logo, the No Ghost logo like that. Just on the sign outside the firehouse. That's the oh, that's, only time yeah. I remember seeing it. But otherwise, it's been always been two D. Yeah, you've never seen that three D version of it. That's yeah, uh, so. super cool. Did Did anybody notice the uh, the shot that the wide shot of Times Square with all the ghosts? Did you notice the background changing? throughout different time periods yes as oh, well that, that was really cool is? that was a really nice like kind of story element because it's really giving you that idea that okay that it's all these different ghosts from different periods in time that are that are it's just a nice way to represent it's oh. a nice detail i noticed that was totally lost i thought that the it was like the led signs that were just changing and that but that makes sense yeah. now you've got like taxi driver with a twinkie ad and it yeah it's all being well, replaced see i i thought that too but I think that's actually stuff that's happening in time. Like the the Taxi Driver, they're remaking Taxi Driver, aren't they? Isn't that a Sony movie they're remaking right now? Oh, I don't know. Oh. Maybe. And but there's also like a Boris Karloff movie off to the right, though. It's like Boris so, Karloff. But it changes before the white goes past. Oh. I initially thought the same okay. thing, but, but then I kind of second-guessed myself. And now Dan's seeing it, too. I'm going to triple-guess myself. I don't know. Yeah, Man, I'm you're planning... stepping all over my dreams. No, I'm not no, over your dreams. I think Dan's Maybe right. Maybe he's stepping over my answers. What the hell? <laughs> like if you frame through it, you, the Papa John's turns into like a vin- like a 1970s bar with like the yeah okay neon because so I noticed stuff that, yeah the lower level disappears like it goes lights out yeah and the Blu-ray ad turns into an ad for Tommy. Yeah, that's... Oh, was it Tommy? Okay. Yeah. Then I have no... Expo- unless... Wow, good catch, unless, Dan. Unless Tommy's on Broadway right now, my theory is out the window. I, we have to go with Dan. Wow. It kind of leads into the next topic, and then and go, talking about ghosts, and we're seeing how powerful they are if they can change the environment around them. That's that's something new that we haven't seen in the Yeah. Films. Like, mm. as far as I... I guess in well, the first one, they changed the rooftop a bit, but... That and the ghosts... We were talking about this earlier. The ghosts are more, and yesterday too, the ghosts are more threatening this time. Like they can actually, they scared people and they made a mess in the first movies. And like I said, the the thing people always say, oh, they're just janitors Mm -hmm. or garbage men. They're just there to clean up the ghosts. This time the ghosts, it's like you're actually fighting them, which makes sense with, you know, why they up the equipment and all that. I like, I like that there's this. It's one of the things that differentiates this movie from the earlier ones in that it is more of an exterminator thing rather than a janitorial thing. Like yeah. it's not just a cleanup. It's just not there thereing people who got you know their socks scared off. It's fighting something that can possess you, and not only possess you, but then have superhuman strength and you know paranormal abilities and. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they've really upped the ante on the amount of ghost busting as well compared to the first two films because in those ones there's maybe like 10 minutes of ghost busting, really, the action of doing so. Um, uh, so in this one it looks like there's a lot more, yeah, which is great. Board. So let's talk, let's talk about the overall design of the ghost too, because that, that to me stands out. Do you guys get a, a haunted mansion vibe from what they're doing with these ghosts? I mean, it's, it's almost a little frighteners and a little bit of haunted mansion to me. Mm-hmm. Ooh, Frighteners. Yeah, very much Frighteners. Yeah, now that you mention it. That's a fantastic film. Um, yeah, I, I kind of get that. And the Haunted, Haunted Mansion is like my favorite ride in Disneyland. So um, definitely the first, the, li- the, the library ghost. That seemed a lot yeah, like yeah. the uh, the 
what is it, the dead wife or something in the Haunted Mansion? I should know because it's my favorite ride. It's, yeah, it's the bride. <laughs> There's the, the bride. bride. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, no, it's, uh, I love the design. I think it's, uh, I remember hearing that Paul Feig wanted to kind of make them scarier than the original films. So um, I, th- I think they've succeeded in that from what I've seen so far. It looks great. Um, I really like that uh, Abigail mentioned the, the stilt walker. That was fantastic. That was a really nice yeah. shot of that kind of pan up. Um, that looks really cool. So, yeah, the designs are, are more kind of scary, realistic. They remind me a little bit of uh, Tristan Jones's stuff. Yeah, yeah. Which is fantastic. It is. It, it, there's like a macabre. There's that one shot. I'm trying to find it now. Yeah, yeah. It's like a group shot of the ghosts where they all sort of uh, turn and look over their shoulders. And there's like a flapper. And there's a... It looks like it's a 1920s party so maybe it's that that mercado mm-hmm. lounge or something but you can see through their skin like you can see you can see their skin but then it's like an x-ray you're seeing skull and it has this very like day of the dead macabre yeah. feeling yeah. Like, to it like they're translucent like but they're lit from yeah, within yeah mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. Yeah. i mean talk about creepy yeah i was very impressed um i think going into it just wanting to know what these ghosts would look like i i just i love the the blue tint the blue glow um that that seems to be kind of prevalent and then uh yeah that's stilt walker that just like i mean i I could go on it about it for a long time but the um even the 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 obvious 3d shot with the the one coming right at you in in times square i mean i can't wait to see this movie in 3d yeah um yeah imax absolutely yeah, definitely got to be IMAX. <laughs> so let's talk about because we talked about the ghost, we talked about the design, we did talk a little bit about Slimer. It's it's cool you get to see him. He's by a hot dog stand for the record, so mm-hmm. uh, makes makes a lot of sense. True to form. True to form. But we we've got to talk about the gear because I know um, there's some s- sweet props that were on display yesterday. We got to get a kind of close up glimpse at things, but then you also get to see them in action. And here there's there's the new pistols. There's um, the bear trap that that uh, Dan mentioned. Um, but it it all feels Ghostbusters. So when those when those throwers fire, those beams look very familiar. Uh, you know, how are you guys feeling about the physics of this and what they're doing and they're slamming stuff around and they're punching the ghosts? It's all very kinetic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love the proton punch. I'm gonna coin that no. proton punch. <laughs> it's uh, yeah, I, I really love that part. That that was really cool, and um, I love the the rack on top of the new Ecto. I, I love all the little bits that they've added to that. Um, all the little props that looks really cool. Um, everything looks very. Um, it almost looked like they're from the photos we were getting originally at the beginning. It looked like they kind of upgrade the gear throughout the film. So um, I, I hope they do that because that's really cool to see kind of like the uh, the progression of how they learn and what works and what doesn't. And I think that will really add a lot to the film. We but, didn't. Uh, Sorry, Dan. Oh, no, no, go ahead. I was going to say, we didn't get to see Ghost Trap, maybe. Uh, if we go by the website, we didn't get to see a final Ghost Trap. Um, we didn't get to see the grenades, the whatever you want to call them. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, and we saw something at the event that I'm dying to see in action. Oh. If you guys know what I'm talking about. We can talk about The Beast? I mean, is, yes, the BFG. The BFG. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh! What is this? It, um, it's like 
It's what's his name with the electric minigun from Predator on the ghost. <laughs> it's, it's literally like a, whatever it is, an eight-barrel thrower. Wow. Yeah, it's what's in the bag that Holtzman's carrying, right? Like the aluminum oh, foil bag, I imagine, which awesome. is wearing the overalls, the paint stains. Yeah. Yeah, and it's got it's got like the the you know it's about uh, three and a half four feet long. It's got the 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 handle uh, halfway down, and then it's got the you know the back grip, the trigger grip. It's just it's um it's a monster. <laughs> like I, I hope it makes the cut, and I hope we get to see it. Oh <laughs> so. yeah, that yeah, well, sounds awesome. The the funny thing about the experience, you know, kind of glossing over. I swear I saw it in the trailer when we were there, and I was like, oh yeah, that was pretty awesome. And now I I don't see it. So I, oh, in the lab, eh? Yeah, I thought I saw. I kind of thought the I same thing, and then yeah, now. yeah. Now. Back um, to the trailer. Frame <laughs> yeah, by frame. <laughs> frame by frame. Frame by frame. I have to say, it was really cool to see a, a proton gun. So. It looks a lot different than the one we do in the comic book, but uh, it was really cool to see that, like a version of that on screen and, and a lot more realized, I feel, yeah, especially for that film. So I think it looks fantastic. Did you did you see how they kind of deployed from the pack and go, oh, we should have done that? Was that, <laughs> that kind Man, of... if I had that much time to draw all that, I could try it. But <laughs> <laughs> be, uh, I would never sleep. That's true. That's very It looks true. awesome, though. It's a really cool idea. So. Um, so, uh, Evelyn, we haven't heard from you in a while. Tell me the, the precious few moments of Kevin. Uh, what, what are your impressions of, of Chris Hemsworth, him kicking open that door? I was like, oh, my God, they have their own Todd. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, that's a little inside baseball there, I think. But Oh, sorry, Todd is, like, um, in the Ghostbusters of B.C., <laughs> and, and he, people Hems, may, may Hemsworth know him, but God. he's yeah, he's what? He's the grizzled blonde of the group, I guess. The, 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 hot, the pretty one. The hot the pretty one. Exactly. That's the best way to put it. <laughs> but and they're still they're still keeping him ambiguous though. Like why why don't we know anything about Kevin? Why do you guys think that is? Is is something is he gonna be evil? Sinister going on? Is, yeah. yeah. That's is, I, that's exactly what I was thinking. Troy, yeah, 100%. yeah. There's like there's it comes after the edit where they talk about the ghosts are able to possess anybody, and then he kicks open that door, and it looks like he's going into a, a storage room or something, like he's about to do something sinister. So I'm I'm wondering if it's a mystery. We think that he's the Janine lovable uh, secretary, but maybe something's up there. Well, the know. the dialogue that's playing over when he bursts through the doors, they're talking about being possessed. So yeah. I think that has something to do with it. But uh, the, the trailer's really built a lot for somebody who's not too familiar with Ghostbusters as well. So they want to show you that Chris Hemsworth's in the film. Um, so, <laughs> you know, looking, looking yeah. awesome. So it was definitely a, a marketing inclusion. I kind of feel like it might be a misdirection. Like they're talking about him uh, ghost-possessing humans, and then they show him walking in menacing. But I kind of have a feeling like him doing that menacing walk leads to him doing something ridiculous and unproductive. That's what, like the jokes on us. <laughs> is maybe a huge goofball and yeah. like fall down. Yeah. I, I kind of, I feel like, you know, some people were worried, like maybe Melissa McCarthy would be kind of the physical comedy relief because she's played that role before. But I, I just have a feeling Chris Hemsworth might, uh, might be, you know, take, take that mantle. Take yeah. that mantle on the mantle. <laughs> Something's happening with the mantle. With Some, something mantle related. He's, he's kind of yeah. like the, he's kind of like a mix between Janine and Lewis Tully. I find that's what I I'm thinking. Ah. He's gonna be like. 
So he's so, he's gonna be a little uh, bumbling and coordinated. Yeah. yeah, but that's cool though because he can play that off. Um, he's a very funny comedian too. So I have uh, complete faith in that he can handle the comedy elements of it. So you're picturing he gets on he gets on that motorcycle and he doesn't know how to drive it and, uh, <laughs> and well, maybe stalls it out. <laughs> maybe not like that, but yeah, he'll do something <laughs> silly. But uh, I don't like. Are we allowed to mention the toys that we've seen and how that fits into it, or like the Lego bits? Or yeah, we've talked about it already. Yeah, we've talked about it, but we should we should talk about the stuff that we have not seen in the trailer because at the at the Q and A that they did yesterday, they were very careful to mention that yeah, there's stuff in it because. It it feels like they show you a lot, but there's stuff in here that you're allowed to see, and then there's a lot of stuff that you're not allowed to see. So what, you know, we didn't get to see the villain. We don't know what the villain looks like. We did see the toy of of Rowan's ghost, and they they say that's the villain, but I, it, it can't be that simple, right? There's got to be something more to it, right? Yeah, we're missing. We know uh, some of the actors that are supposed to be in it. We didn't in in major parts. We didn't see any of them, uh, ghostly or otherwise, uh, like. Uh, uh, there's some government agents that we're aware of that are nowhere in that trailer. Yeah, yeah. Um, no Neil Casey. <clears throat> no Neil Casey. No uh, Mr. No Dance. Charles Dance. Yeah. Um, and um, Garcia is oh, not yeah. in there. Oh yeah. No Andy anyways. Garcia. No yeah, Andy no Garcia. Cecily Strong. There's a lot no of people that we haven't seen. A lot of people. I, I think that it's it's like they're gonna save that for next the next trailers that they release. This is kind of like first base, and then we'll go to second and third. Well, I was gonna ask about that. So. Like we're four and a half, five months out. We just got a trailer, meaning uh, these days uh, there'll probably be more, maybe even multiples if they do like their quote unquote uh, international ones and all that. Right. Like, does, is Japan gonna get one? I don't know. Japan loves Ghostbusters. Surely they're making a, a trailer for Japan. Oh yeah, for sure. I, I think they'll make trailers for each individual character as well, kind of explaining them a little bit more. Oh, that's it. Yeah, like that a TV kind of spot cool. for each character or so, something. But yeah, yeah they, they would want to keep that momentum going and always reminding people that this movie's coming out because it is a fair chunk of time between when it comes out and now. So I feel that they'll keep dropping new bits here and there, but not too much. So I think uh, Paul Feig knows when to pull back the reins to, so that there is some magic and surprise when you actually see the film. There was an article or a blurb somewhere I read today about this might be the first major summer blockbuster ever uh, trailer to have no male dialogue in it. Oh, that's true. That's very true. And, wow. I thought that was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. That's an amazing point. No male dialogue. Well, you know, the, the other thing that I noticed, too, is this trailer, there's still no official title on it. They just play that No Ghost logo, but you don't see you don't see Ghostbusters. They don't put that title treatment up there either, which I thought was interesting. Ghostbusters. This, this movie's being... you, it actually is linked to the first movies. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, the, cool, the cool thing is that that speaks so highly of how well-recognized that iconic No yeah. Ghost logo is. Because you don't need the text anymore. It's universal. I'm, I'm so, trying. To, is is there a movie? I mean, the the Batman films usually at least put you know the the Dark Knight or Batman Begins or they don't just throw that Batman logo up there. Um, is is there a movie? There's no other movie that could really get away with this. Is there? Men in Black, I think maybe. Oh yeah, maybe they step through the the door of light in the um, the eye in MIB. 
but it's still i mean you still have the 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 letters you have the acronym of it i know that's why i said close because it could be argued are you, are you thinking more like uh, like iconic yeah, symbolism? Like, yeah. Maybe, like Superman would be one, like Superman. the chess piece. Yeah, um, that's a good point. Uh, what else? But they've never but they've never done it for a trailer. They always drop the names in there for some reason. Mm. Could, yeah, you're right. Sure. I mean, they're big enough and recognizable enough, but... Maybe the uh, think... listeners could send some in. That would be cool. <laughs> <laughs> to me, that it kind of feels like that might be on purpose. Um, if you see the mark, you know, the way that they did the trailer, the um, stuff at the beginning with the firehouse and the 30 years later, um, I think most common sense tells us that this is a reboot and everybody knows it's a reboot. But if you see online today, uh, there's people saying, oh, it's not a reboot. It's a sequel. Look, look at the beginning. It's a mm. sequel. It's a sequel. Um, so I don't know. It, it could be that they just put up the logo and, and hoped that people would... I don't know. Maybe think it's a sequel, even though it's clearly not a sequel. Yeah. Well, but and there, but there is the connective tissue. They're they're throwing that connective tissue at you. So it's, yeah, maybe maybe it is. It's a misdirect a little bit. I don't, uh, I don't know. But it's interesting. Well, it's a lot of money. There's quite obviously a lot of PR and marketing thought going into it. It's quite possible what we're seeing is them holding cards in reserve so they can make tweaks and alterations for as long as possible and not, you know what I mean? Like not committing themselves to certain things. Yeah. The less yeah. we know for the longer period of time, the more they get to, you know, cut, change. edit, Yeah, change, they don't have to tweak. define it. Yeah, that's a good point. <clears throat> the yeah. minute they lock something down, because think about it, what did they lock down in this one? The four principles and Chris Hemsworth. Locked. Yep. Okay, <laughs> that's, great. That's now a safe what? lock. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Um, all right. Well, we're coming up at the end of our time and, uh, because there's so many of us, not everybody has gotten to speak a lot. So I, I want to get final thoughts from everyone. Sorry, Chris, this is usually your, your time to shine, but I, I want to get everybody's final thoughts. You're out. I don't know. Um, we talked about this stilt walker ghost. Um, he kind of has a weird Jack Skellington-ness to him that I was really intrigued by he kind of has a bit of an abe lincoln look as well so i'm really curious to see if he's going to be like the main villain i don't know yeah so seeing the villain it sounds like is what you're looking forward yeah, to there. Like, yeah i'm really curious to see who's, who's going to be the stay puffed oh yeah yeah what is this stay puffed exactly exactly uh abigail how about you what's the what's that one thing that you're looking forward to the most when you're sitting in the theater i mean honestly at the end of the day after watching this trailer as many times as i have I have to say I'm probably most excited about seeing Leslie Jones on screen. Um, I It's almost like the way I went into Guardians of the Galaxy. I thought I was going to like Rocket the most, but I ended up liking Groot more. Um, I feel like her lines and her presence on screen, like it just pulls you in. And like I loved everything about her in that trailer. And the power of Patty compels you is like my favorite <laughs> line. And my cats like literally were freaking out watching me like, do reenacting and saying that and screaming out that like throughout the day. So I just can't wait to see her. And like, I was apprehensive, honestly, cause I mean, she's pretty polarizing. There's been, you know, hot and cold feelings on her, um, you know, SNL performances, but I am totally sold and I'm super pumped to see her. So that's kind of what I'm looking forward to besides the rest of the ladies. I'm going to yeah. go back and forth throughout, like until this movie comes out about <laughs> who's my favorite. So you're allowed. You're, you don't <laughs> have to now. choose yet. That's totally fine. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm just, I'm ready to see some ghosts getting bust. <laughs> Did. <Yeah. laughs> uh, 
I, I just think it's so hard to pick out one thing. Um, I, I the the equip the proton pack here here in the proton pack thrower uh, sound they kept they kept the same uh, the same sound effect there and uh, seeing those streams and it's just I, I'm ready to see that I'm I'm really excited to see that equipment. Yeah, seeing it in action. Well, if I could switch it up really quick, I I wanted to take a demograph of uh, my family and see what their opinion was because oh, I have everyone idea. ranging from 11 up to 56. So I just wrote down some really quick notes. I'll just share them quick. Uh, my mom, she loves Patty. She, that's her favorite character. She thought there was too much goo, though. Too much goo. <laughs> too oh, much goo no. in the cracks. Um, but she's really excited about it. And she originally took me to see the first Ghostbusters in 1984. Um, uh, my daughter and my stepson both think it's funny. Uh, my daughter really loves that they're girls being Ghostbusters yeah. and she really loves the special effects and uh, my girlfriend she thinks it's got a little bit of the the old and some really cool new bits to it and she was laughing throughout the trailer so um, I think the general consensus is that it's going to be great everybody's really excited for it and uh, I know I'm, I'm personally just wanting that feeling that I had. I know it's not going to be the, exactly the same as the original Ghostbusters, but I want that kind of good feeling, you know, after yeah. you see a really awesome movie and you're like, yeah, that's awesome. Well, that's, so. a, that's a pretty great test uh, demographic that you've got there. The, the showing yeah. family telling you everything. Great. Yeah. It's cool. Uh, Chris, you get to go, you get to go last buddy. We saved you for last. So you can get your final thoughts. How about you? I'm not last. You haven't said anything. Ah, I'm the host. I'm hosting. I'm in host oh, mode. Jeez. Oh, <laughs> I'm, wide open on it to be honest there's so much I'm intrigued by that I I can't really pick one thing and to be honest I <laughs> I've been trying to explain this to people it's it's turned into like a, a meditative thing where I'm trying to figure out how as best as possible I can especially since we're doing all this stuff and staring at it so hard insulate myself so that when I go see it, I can, it's impossible to, you know, you can never go home again. But while I know I'm not going to have the 10 year old me experience, I want to figure out how I can at least maximize it as much as possible. Um, so, I mean, I'm curious about, you know, theories we've had about things, you know, how they pan out theories about story, how they pan out. But at the end of the day, it's it's the same philosophy I had um, with the video game. Because people ask the same thing. You know, what do you want to see in the video game? I was like, are there ghosts? Do I have a proton pack? Do we get to bust them? If I have those three things, I'm fine. And it's the same thing here. Ghosts, Ghostbusters, equipment, done. I'm, I'm there. That's all I'm looking forward to. I guess I'm, my answer is the closest I get is to Craig's. I just want to see some Ghostbusting. Yeah, you just want to see Ghostbusters back and enjoy it. That's that's what I got out of that, and that makes total sense. Uh, it's it's back. It's definitely back. Uh, if you don't like it, you're doing it wrong. I'm telling you, that's you're just not enjoying life or something. It's it's terrible. Let people enjoy things. Let people in, in enjoy a world, things. In a world where we have 20 different Batmans, like Arctic Batman and Parachute Batman, we, we can have more than four Ghostbusters. <laughs> Zebra Strike hey, Batman. Exactly. Hey, man. Ghostbusters is don't for everybody. Pick up your phone and call the professionals. Ghostbusters. I'm sorry, we'll do it again. We want to hear from you. Leave us a voicemail on our calling line at 470-242-4742. That's 4702-GBHQIC. 
We also have a Facebook page and Twitter accounts. Prince is dead. No kidding. Just give me the address. Search Facebook for Ghostbusters. Interdimensional Crossroads. On Twitter, look for Troy at Ghostbusters HQ and Chris at Proton Charger. What the hell are you doing? If you like what you hear, please take a moment to give us a review on iTunes. Be sure to recommend us to your friends. That makes good sense. Don't wait another minute. Pick up your phone and call the professional. Once again, our call-in line is 4702-GBHQIC. That ought to do it. Thanks very much, Ray. Val Kilmer? Val Kilmer. <laughs> if we had him, we can have any kind of Ghostbuster. <laughs> That's top secret. Well, guys, uh, I know this, this was a big group, and I'm really glad that we were able to talk to all of you about uh, this trailer. I'm so excited. Uh, hopefully you guys are as excited as I am. But uh, thanks so much for joining us, taking time out of your days, and uh, let's go watch that trailer again. Why not? Let's do it. Thanks, everybody. See you on the other side. Thanks for joining the Ghostbusters Interdimensional Crossrip. Visit us at ProtonCharging.com, GhostbustersHQ.net, and StillPlayingWithToys.net. That used to be one of my two favorite shows. You're kidding me. Oh, great. What was the other one? Fastmaster. Everything you're doing is bad. I want you to know this. Next week, though, Careless Pets. Weird.